Yo, how are we doing? I don't know what happened there. Welcome to the Rise to Throw show. Uh, we are at show 398, just two away from the big 400. Um, <clears throat> today we're going to talk about being present as a father, um, some of the considerations to be present as a father, some of maybe some of the things that are going on. This is really about opening up awareness bubbles going on in our head to make us think a little bit more about what am I doing with my time and energy? Where am I when it comes to being a parent? Um, so let's get into it. Welcome to the Rise to Thrive show. I'm your host, James Borman. And if you are coming through, then please do let me know by commenting down below that you're watching or good morning or afternoon whenever you watch. And if you feel like um, you're a fully present father or you are guilty sometimes of not being as present as you could be, okay? It's a tough one to kind of admit as well sometimes. This is... These type of shows can always be difficult to kind of like suck up, if you like. So, I have to be honest and open and go, actually, have I always been a present father? And I think, as a business owner, the answer is no. And I often think about different scenarios where I feel absolutely terrible and awful about working instead of being present <clears throat> and at different points in my life as the business has evolved as I've evolved as my needs and wants have changed as many of yours will as well um, we go through different we go through different periods of our life and, and thinking what's important and our children are always important to us they're always important to us it doesn't matter like who you are like for 98% of fathers, kids are the most important things. But sometimes we don't always show that. That's just reality. That's just, you know, it doesn't matter what you say. Like you get, you get bogged down or sucked into work. Um, <coughs> and suddenly <coughs> the focus is not on them, right? And I just had this moment the other day. And I, I'm only talking about this because I've been thinking about it recently a lot. And... Um, I was finishing work on Monday and I finish at three. So I put the laptop down, turn the phone off and I just, that's when I walk away. And, but about 2.45, what I usually do is just have a really quick game of FIFA to be able to transition myself out of work, to just kind of like take my mind off work, just decompress. And um, we were going to go and do the school run in a minute. and then. Darcy come in, who's my one and a half year old, and I was just sitting there in the main room just before we left, and she was with her mum in, originally in the kitchen, but then came in and started talking to me and playing and playing with the toys, and I just felt like instantly guilty about being on the game, so much so that I turned it off and played with Darcy for five minutes before we left. But it made, it triggered me to think, am I being as present as I could be? Okay. Obviously, I didn't put the game on if it was just us two and sitting there. I wouldn't even put it on. It's just a quick thing that I did there. But then I thought about what we do with this, our phone, right? Then I thought about how often do the kids see me with their phones? A lot. So much so we had these toy phones around the house that they go around and they pretend to talk on the phone or they pretend to do stuff on the phone. My five-year-old goes around pretending that she's filming. What does she see me doing all the time on my phone? Um, 
and I kind of have had built up. <coughs> I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks, and uh, a couple of months. Are these as bad as uh, are kids seeing us on these all the time? As bad as kids seeing us smoke? Like, like when you know when they walk around and they have a pencil and they put it in their mouth and pretend they're smoking. Are we setting the right? Are we sending the right message to the kids in in that respect? Is, is what I was thinking. So we're kind of coming up with a rule. <clears throat> and it's kind of rule that I'm trying to implement. It's not going to happen right away because we have to obviously un undo bad habits and then implement good habits. But some of the rules and habits that I kind of want to have, and it's not just with the kids, but it's anywhere, is making sure that my phone's not on show. So if you ever go out to dinner with a friend and you put your phone on the table, what you're basically saying is if that notification comes up, you're going to pick that phone up and you're going to check that phone. Even though you're in a conversation or something, and you just go, oh, excuse me, I'm just like on the phone here, just, you know, checking it out. So, <clears throat> I wonder if we are being as present as we could be in life in general, but let alone our children. Okay, or are we on here scrolling through social media, looking at TikTok, looking at Facebook, looking at Instagram, looking for something, instead of building up this young human being and setting the standard, right? And I had to, I challenged myself, like, on Monday, that's that one little incident, and I have been challenged myself subconsciously over a period of time about my presence. Now, like, with my big two, 15 and uh, 17, um, what's really important is the fact that um, I listen and pay attention to them, okay? Um, in a room, quite often, they'll be on their phones. But with the two youngins, the five and the one and a half year old, I wonder if how long I've got before they don't want to build building blocks anymore, or build Lego, or draw with me. And I kind of know that answer because I've already got two older kids. So I know that the time that I have limited where chaos reigns and building blocks are around and drawing happens is limited. And I wonder if I collected all of the time that I wasted being on my phone, watching television, being distracted, not being focused, um, how much time that would equate to over a lifetime. So I'm like pretty big on focus right now. And we have massive amounts of focus on our business, on our careers, on, <coughs> on other things that are going on in our life, on our football team and on, on your fitness, whatever it might be. But I wonder how much focus... Morning. Thanks, bro. I wonder how much focus we have on our children. How much focus do we really put into them, into developing them? If we were simply to put this down in and around them, or we had a rule where they never saw us, they never saw us with this phone, so that means we never got distracted or looked at it, I wonder how much time we could invest into those kids. And I tried something different yesterday. When the missus went to the gym for the hour, like I would normally um, work in a lounge with Darcy. Morning. Morning, how are you? Morning, you. Good, thank you. Um, I would normally work in the lounge while Darcy just played around, but instead I did something different. I um, didn't work, I just took the hour off. I just took the hour off. And we build building blocks, and we built this Lego, and we built this building block, and it was a whole hour. And before you know it, the missus was back, and it was so engaging. 
It was so engaging. She got my full attention for one hour. I put all my phones, put everything out. I forgot work for an hour. We put Peppa Pig on, and it was amazing. And I felt incredible. I felt the same sort of feeling I have when I have a really great workout in the gym. Because I put my focus, my energy into this little lady for one hour, and one hour to, solely with dad. Not dad and his phone, not dad and distractions, not dad and trying to sort out the email, not dad and his notepad. Just dad, just sitting there. And it is a really powerful experience as a father to have that. And I just think to myself, if we could just do that more often, if we could just invest that time and that energy and that love, then I wonder whether all of our children, when they're our age, would feel less worried about self-belief. Um, uh, I worry about um, whether they could have more drive, more self-esteem, more energy, more love, more compassion. And, I, and a lot of the time when I speak to men who I work with, a lot of the things that they're going through is a byproduct of the childhood that they went through. Okay, The byproduct of what they went through in terms of growing up, maybe not being loved enough, maybe not being paid enough attention. And I think it is so key, it's so important that we make sure that we build that self-esteem, that self-belief um, in them by being and focusing on, on them. And that makes us want to be better. So like, I want to be better at this focusing with the kids, so I've got to be better. I've got to pay more attention to what I'm doing. So if I'm going around feeling sorry for myself, if I'm going around and I'm using bad language, if I'm going around and I'm um, and, and do, like not leading myself the way that I should do, um, then I've got to change that to make sure that the focus that I give my kids or give the kids is the, is the best that they possibly can. Which is where our mantra comes from, right? Lead you to lead them. Anyway, I just wanted to document really some of the things that I'm going through as a father, some of the things I'm thinking about as a father. And I'm re we're going away next week um, to, I don't know, uh, one of these camping sites, centre parks in, in Belgium. And I'm really looking forward to just like being solely present, right? Just being unconditionally present. Unconditionally present. Um, and seeing what comes of it. And that's where those relationships build, right? Success in life is not how much money you have in a bank. Success in life is knowing that your kids want to come back and hang out with you when they're older. That is, for me, success. Have a good day.